0: Let me just recap us. A, a dare. dare. What about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. What about that? What about How that? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome all the way back. Um, this week I am flying solo. Jen is on vacation, and she's living her best life, so make sure you guys head over to Twitter and, you know, give her your thoughts and, uh, well wishes. Um, we are talking about Winona Earp, episode 309. Undo it! Undo it, indeed. Um, guys, this episode was kind of, a uh, bit of a hit and miss for me. I really liked a lot of the cinematography the visuals of it uh, we had some really beautiful shots and some great coloring going on which I am always in love with uh, but the overall story I was kind of um, well I was kind of missing guys all right so let's start with Winona. Wynona and Doc I'm gonna do them in more of a pairing because that's kind of how we broke this episode up into all right so we're here in Bolshar's land uh, you know he's taken them over and we start off with this happy why doc situation you know they slept together they're making up things are okay and then we realize this haze has kind of this filter is over this uh over the lens and it looks too dewy and too too fresh. Well we have you know Winona finally waking up from this dream realizing this isn't right we're supposed to be fighting Bolshar so what's the deal? Well, so the thing is, I've noticed. I love the fact that she can break through that. I like the fact that she's strong enough and it shows her power. Uh, Bolshard now realizes that she's stronger than he gave her credit for. She's shown her hand by being so quick um, to the draw of saying, hey, this isn't real. She really has given up a little bit more information than she probably even thought she was. Uh, This kind of goes into the idea of Wynonna being more actionary than kind of methodical and thinking. Uh, We get to this kind of Groundhog's Day situation. I use that loosely. Um, And every time she wakes up, she's doing the same thing over and over again. The entire episode, literally, is her doing the same thing over and over and over again without thinking, oh, maybe I should approach things differently. Now we have Doc. He is at this time somewhere. We don't know where um, until a little bit later. But you know, he's he's quiet, he's calm, he's freaking out, he's kind of imploding, if you will. Not in an angry way, but just like he's sinking into himself because, you know, as we find out later, he's being buried alive, he's paralyzed, he can't really uh, move. Um, but I think it's really interesting that he kept saying, Winona, think of something else. Think of, it. try a new way of something, you know, you can't just muscle your way through it. Now, this is the first episode, I have to give credit, that has shown Winona to not be able to just punch Peacemaker or power her way through something. She really has to think about it, you know? And I like the fact that we finally get her, um, you know, more of a mental state. Um, Once we are bringing Winona and Doc back, you know, she figures it out, she realizes he's under the house and we see that and I think that was it was crazy to watch, you know, and he's under this house and she's freaking out and going through these steps in this new game that Bullishars created. I thought that was really great. Uh, visually, once again, I think it's super beautiful that we have, uh, you know, Melanie against the the wall as the projector is showing Tim's eyes, you know, showing that, you know, distress and that just, like, compassion. I think it it's such a show of talent from Tim, because half the episode is just his eyeballs and mustache, you know what I'm saying, like, he has to convey so much in, you know, a slide, ultimately, and I think that's really, 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 uh, really great, um, we have Winona running into Bobo, Bobo Del Rey, I love a good Bobo, I really do, I, I love that character, I think he's the strongest character, uh, one of the strongest characters in the show, uh, with that said, I wasn't a super fan of this meetup. I felt like it was kind of unearned. I didn't feel necessarily like it made sense for us to be going after each other's throats so quickly. Maybe if we had seen him again, uh, I know we saw him in the well, okay? But like, I don't, I don't know, something was missing because that whole speech about him giving up and you should give up Winona, felt like it should have happened in the well, because he's in the well. You would understand his spirit being broken. But, like, this weird magical world, I I didn't really get that. I I don't understand why these extremely strong characters all of a sudden mentally gave up. It didn't feel, it, it didn't really feel like anybody's character. Now, Doc, I get Doc if he were to give up. But the entire episode, Doc was the strong one, who was like, "You gotta keep fighting. You gotta keep going. Help, you know. Let's get out of here." Winona, who the entire show she's been very resilient, all of a sudden cracked. Bobo, the same thing. He's been very resilient. Whether you know he gets turned good or bad, he's been resilient. But then all of a sudden he's broken. I, I don't know. I just didn't. I didn't buy that. It, it just felt too out of character for me. Um, but I loved once again the visuals of it. Seeing uh, Michael and Melanie in that blue light laying down after they've hatcheted each other. Um, I thought that was a very beautiful kind of imagery and things like that. Now, moving on to a little lighter part. Actually, it's funny, because I felt like it was the heavier, but, like, lighter part. Because, to me, in the last few episodes, all I want to know is what Bullshore is up to, like, with this Garden of Eden thing, the tarot cards, and the ring. Um, I want to know what is about, you know, what's going on with that. And so when we got more ring stuff, that was great for me. Uh, we have Mercedes back, friggin' Danny Kind. I'm so excited she's back. I really like her. I love Mercedes. Having that pedestrian person who we can now, once again, look through the eyes of, she knows that there's demon stuff, she's been affected, but she's still human. And I think that's gonna be um, really lovely to see. And Jen and I have been talking about that for a while. We just want to see more pedestrian. Um, I think that, uh, you know, her showing up and <laughs> being very nonchalant, like somebody was squatting, you know, what's up with the sex toys and all the stuff that she says, and she's like, squatters got to squat. I thought that was such a great line. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it just it reminds us how much we love Mercedes. Uh, Waverly in this ring, we see in the beginning... You know, of the episode, Way Hot, this whole fake-out of, like, these sex noises and things, and that's really funny, and, you know, they're just being cheeky, and I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, trying to get the ring off. I have a few questions about this ring. Why is everybody so scared of the ring? The only time, like, I would say would be disconcerting is when the ring burned Nicole. But we clearly found out it was so that the ring could go to Waverly. Every other time, the ring has been in possession of, you know, somebody else's possession It's protected or it's shown up. It burned Doc because he was a vampire. It uh, punched Clutie because she was a zombie thing. Like, it's never really shown to hurt anybody. So I'm not really understanding why Nicole is so freaked out by it. And then causing Waverly to be freaked out by it. I I don't know. Uh, We see her, you know, melt this demon's face off, which I think was awesome. Uh, so, I don't know, it feels more like it's protecting people, so I don't get, once again, why everybody's freaked out. This episode feels like it's, it was a lot of non-character events, like, stuff that characters really haven't done, or, or, um, I don't know, it just, it doesn't feel on brand for a lot of these characters, a lot of the stuff that they were freaking out about. That, you know, that's just me. Um, I like the fact that after a while Nicole kind of came around to the idea of like this is a powerful ring we should try to figure it out you know um which i liked i love this this kind caress that Waverly gives Mercedes saying you're beautiful And i thought that was really quite sweet uh, in that moment um but yeah the ring i'm i'm here for the lore i love the demon of the week or sort of demon of the week uh, I've seen that actor before, and when I saw him, I was like, hey, it's that guy. Like, I wish I looked up his name, but I was really happy to see him there. <laughs> he, uh, he was exactly what I, I thought, you know, this demon was going to be. It was, it was great. Also, uh, something that I wasn't... I mean, it's not a big deal, but we've used the same jokes. We're, we're kind of getting in the habit this season of using the same jokes over and over again. Um, and I don't know if that's just writers forgetting kind of what they wrote. Uh, Waverly, when she's leaving the ring situation you know uh, Nicole goes demon or creepy guy with the ring fetish uh, jewelry fetish and Waverly goes why pick just both or why pick just one well Bunny Loblo had said that recently in the episode when Winona goes are you a, a xenophobe or a homophobe she goes why just pick one you know uh, or why pick just one and so I was like oh we've already done that joke same with the idea of like uh Waverly in the gnome she goes you shall not pass and then Jeremy after right directly after that goes you know um or no she Waverly goes Gandalf you know not today Gandalf and then Waver uh Jeremy goes you shall not pass so I feel like we keep repeating the same jokes as though we didn't get it the first time and I don't know I don't know what that's about in the writer's room if you guys just notice that that's been kind of happening um which you know it's not a big thing but it, it is something that I'm like huh don't you guys forget what you're writing but whatever um let me think uh, there's so like there are so many small moments in here that stick out in my mind the idea that Nicole, Jeremy, and Waverly can see the stairs uh, what's that about these magical stairs it's probably the opening of the the gates of the portals um do we know if Balshar can see these stairs We assume, because it's in the force, but he might not be able to see them. He might need Waverly in order to see them. Um, Also, why is Jeremy afraid of the stairs? Robin tried to move up on them, and he said, get off those stairs. Uh, Nicole, get off the stairs. They're not for you. We haven't seen Waverly try to get up the stairs, so there's that. But I'm trying to figure out if they can see the stairs, but they're not allowed on the stairs. What's the deal with the stairs? Is it... Kind of like, um, it reminds me of Hercules, the movie, where he goes to the Hades underworld and there's all the souls swimming in the pool, and the guy goes, hey, if you dip in there, you're gonna die, but because he's god, he lives, you know, so maybe it's not for the living to go on those stairs, except Waverly, being an angel or half-angel, would probably be able to be on the stairs. Um, so there's that. Something else that kind of came to my attention Wynonna gave over Peacemaker, once again I don't really get why, it feels a little out of character, but it kind of now makes Waverly a human Peacemaker. Um, Now that we don't have this physical relic that Bolsher himself put, uh, you know, cursed, we have Waverly. Bolsher can't touch Waverly, ultimately, I mean, it feels that way. And now that she has this ring on and she's burning faces from demons and punching things, she seems like the new peacemaker. Which, I'm a little scared about making, and we've seen this coming, Waverly being the focus. Much like on Supergirl, we are giving the powers to everybody else, and then our lead character in that kind of got flushed out, or kind of got um, drowned out. That's what I meant to say. So I'm wondering, now we're making Waverly this big, powerful, powerful, Deity ultimately. I I hope that doesn't, you know, drown out Winona and her power. Cause now even Winona said it. She's nothing, you know. She's like, what do we have? We have a, a vampire guy. We have a, a, wa- a, a, a almost alcoholic milf. We have you know this tech guy, and we have an underfunded sheriff. And then all we have is Waverly. She's pretty great, you know. So it's like, hmm, I wonder. Where that's gonna go, and what that's gonna mean for everybody and their journey. I had mentioned this before to Jen and, and to you guys last week. You know, defeating Bolshar means there's no curse. No curse, no revenance. No revenance, no no show. No why? No, no. What's the point? So, what is the end game here? What are we seeing? What are we going to have to deal with ultimately? Um, we can't get rid of Bolshar all the way. That wouldn't make sense. Or maybe you can get rid of Bullshar, but the curse remains somehow. You know, um, Waverly is an angel, and she's showing powers, and this ring's not coming off. What does that mean? You know, uh, like what? What is gonna happen? So, those are just some of my thoughts on this episode. If I had to kind of rate it, I uh, honestly I would give it a six. Yeah, I love Danny kind coming back. Thank God for that levity. I love the visuals of the episode. I thought the projector idea was so smart and it looks so good. But, like, I felt like a lot of things were out of character for everybody. It didn't feel... The pacing just kind of was like, hmm. Any time I got to Winona and Doc, it just felt like the pacing slowed down, like, significantly. And I know it was because they weren't moving, they were in the same spot. But, like, there wasn't. it didn't feel urgent. It, it didn't feel as urgent as getting out of the AU and finding Wynona. It didn't feel as urgent as, um, you know, anything that Dolls was doing. It just, it was lacking a little bit for me. Uh, anyways, guys, once again, uh, Jim will be back with us next week. And, you know, I'll have her kind of give some of her thoughts in the beginning of the next cast of uh, what she thought about this. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, make sure you guys hit us up on Twitter. What about underscore dat? And let us know your thoughts. How'd you you feel about this episode? You know, I I know we have a tendency to really love Wynonna because it's a good show, but I don't know. I felt like this particular episode was a little bit on the lacking side. So uh, give me your thoughts and your feelings down below. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this, and I will see you guys later. Thanks for listening. And if you want to take us on the go, we are now available on Podbeam, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. And if you want to slide on over to Twitter, make sure you find us at whatabout underscore dat. Hope to see you soon.